Again, all morning long, we're talking about second act careers, career change, retirement, and life and employment after the age of 50. Up next is Carl Allenby. He was already a successful businessman owning two auto mechanic shops in Cleveland. Then he decided to change careers and pursue his passion. It's our pleasure to welcome Carl Allenby to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Carl. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Rodney? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So you have a remarkable story, and I wanted to get this on the air and share it with our listeners. So how long were you actually a mechanic? Uh, For 25 years, uh, I was a mechanic and business owner. Okay, good. So you say growing up, you always wanted to be a doctor, a physician, but what are some of the factors that led you to derail your ambitions and to go into car repair instead of medicine? Well, you know, the school I went to, it was a very impoverished uh, community, Um, not a lot of economic opportunity. Uh, And sometimes in school, you know, uh, fitting in and... uh, not standing out uh, was more important than getting good grades. Uh, and it just typically wasn't a track um, that you would be on if you're uh, heading into medicine. Uh, so, you know, you just learn to survive kind of, and you forget about those uh, dreams and aspirations that you might have had when you were younger. Um, and then as a young adult, uh, with that same uh, lack of economic opportunity and jobs, I uh, kind of had to make a way for myself. So at the age of 19, I opened up a small auto repair business uh, that ended up growing um, over the years into two locations and many employees. And it wasn't until years later that I realized that I wanted to take my life in a totally different direction. So let's start off there. So I understand that it was like happenstance that led you back to school and back to medicine. What happened in your life? Yeah, so I um, went back to pursue a business degree because before that, all I had was uh, training in automotive technology and uh, had become a master technician at a young age, but didn't really have a lot of uh, good business uh, education. Uh, So I went back to pursue this business degree at a local college, uh, did really well there, and uh, put off a biology class forever until my second-to-last class when I was finally forced to take it. (laughs) Uh, So I reluctantly went to class kicking and screaming. And uh, within the first hour of being there, I re-realized my dream of wanting to be a doctor or at least do something in medicine. And and that class, that one class, really changed my life and took me in a totally different direction. Okay, and so how old were you when you actually started medical school, if you don't mind me asking? I was 43 when I started medical school, but pre-med, I started at uh, 38. Okay, 38. So there was a bunch of pre-medical classes that you have to take in Mm. order to prepare for the MCAT to uh, get accepted into a medical school. Okay, so you have this thriving career. You have two auto mechanic shops. You're doing well, and then you decide, okay, I want to go back to be a doctor what were people around you? What were they thinking? Were they like, okay, what's going on here? Were they supportive? In large majority, very supportive. Uh, my wife, uh, my family uh, who worked for me, uh, even my employees uh, were very supportive in there, you know, with them cheering me on and figuring that this was the right thing for me. Without a doubt, there weren't many people who 
were against me doing this. Okay. So once you decided to go back to school to pursue a career in medicine to become a doctor, did you personally, did you have any doubts, any fears? How confident were you that you were making the right choice? I mean, absolutely. I had some fears there because I was giving up something that I knew extremely well for something that I didn't know at all. So, I mean, there were just fears of, you know, am I going to be able to handle all of this? Is this the right decision for me? But after being in business for so long, you know, taking so many chances as a young guy, uh, really having to step out there into the zone where I wasn't comfortable with uh, doing things many times through my business career, you know, that I think that gave me the fortitude to, uh, to go out there and really try something like this. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to live your dream. We only get one shot here at life. All right. And so I understand that you recently walked across the stage to get that doctorate degree. What did that feel like for you? And what is it like now for you practicing medicine? Uh, it was a glorious day walking across that stage. You know, it was the culmination of so many years of hard work, of sitting at a desk studying, of spending a lot of time in the hospitals, uh, training and uh, applying what I had learned throughout medical school. So to walk across that stage and get that degree was just a phenomenal uh, achievement, I felt. And now as a practicing physician in emergency medicine, uh, it's just as great. You know, I'm always excited to get down here and help my patients. And that's what I've been all about my whole life. You know, whether I was fixing somebody's car or now trying to get them uh, healthier or prevent serious illness or injury, uh, it's it's all boils down to helping people, and that's what is the most exciting thing about my career. There's no greater feeling than giving to somebody else and being there for other people in their time of need, whether it's because their car broke down or because they're, you know, in the hospital with some kind of unfortunate event. All right, doctor. So let's go back to those years in um, medical school, and you don't have to think that far back. But what was it like when you know taking the classes and being in class with such you know you know with younger students and that generation gap? What was that like for you? I think it was okay. I mean, although you're there with uh, a lot of different people, medical school could be uh, very isolating because you do have to spend a lot of time studying the material that's presented every day. Uh, so there's a lot of alone time that you spend, uh, whether it's after class, at night. You know, uh, many days I would go to class in the morning and then study all the way until um, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning and then get up and do the same thing all over the next day. Being there with younger folks didn't really bother me that much because, uh, you know, you see them all the time, but everybody's kind of doing their own thing and trying to learn the material in the most efficient way that they know how. Uh, but nevertheless, there were people there who were much younger and probably much wittier and, uh, <laughs> and uh, quick thinking than I am, you know, uh, being almost twice their age sometimes. Okay. Uh, but I survived. <laughs> All right. There you go. There you go. Now, you said something that was really interesting. So I understand. So what was it like? Were you balancing medical school with, you know, running the repair business, the mechanic shops and things like that? How was that? And how did you do that? How did you even get through that? Well, I only ran the shop up until the time um, that I finished my pre-medical education. Okay. Uh, so before I matriculated into the medical school, um, four years, a little bit over four years ago, 
I uh, totally liquidated my shop, held a huge auction, sold all every, sold my whole life essentially wow. that I had worked for for 25 years in just a matter of a few hours. Hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that was a relieving feeling that I didn't have to juggle uh, school and work. But then at the same time, I was living uh, purely on uh, just my savings that I had acquired over the years and then my wife's income as well. Now, Doctor, what advice would you give to second actors, those pursuing a second career? Well, number one, you know, I don't want people to think that they should just drop everything and go after something that they've been dreaming of, uh, you know, to totally exclude what their life has been built on. Uh, I was able to do this in a slow transition, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. juggling school and work at the same time. Um, so I would tell them to try to maintain their life as they have it now while working a little bit towards the future. Um, you know, you don't have to do either one exclusively. They could work in tandem together. So to just be cognizant of, uh, you know, a lot of older folks are juggling a lot, uh, responsibilities in life, uh, children, uh, and, uh, the bills that they have acquired for themselves. So to just kind of, you know, take it slow, take it one day at a time, work towards that dream, don't give up on it, and uh, try to maintain your lifestyle that you've had already uh, thus far. And the main thing is don't give up. And you're practicing medicine just up the road here, not too far from Cincinnati, up in the Cleveland-Akron area. Is that right? Yes, uh, Akron, uh, uh, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General, uh, as an emergency medicine physician. So are you living the dream now? Yeah, I absolutely am. You know, as I said earlier, there's no uh, better feeling than giving back to folks. And in medicine, you get to do this on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. Uh, My time at work isn't about myself. It's about everybody else who is around me, supporting my coworkers, uh, and us supporting each other, and us working towards patient care and just getting people better. So, yeah, every day is like a dream. All right. Well, thank you so much, Doctor. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us this morning and much success in your career. Thank you so much for inspiring us all. Oh, thank you, Rodney. I appreciate it. We've been speaking to Dr. Carl Allenby. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine as we took a look at Second Act, Second Careers, Retirement, and Life and Employment after the age of 50. For more information on the show, you can always visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Well, that's it for this edition of the show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Hi, you're listening to My Dad's Rodney Lear on Sunday Morning Magazine. Like My Dad's show on Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. I don't hear you clicking. Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com.